Coffee Baseball Coffee Baseball Welcome back. Hello, everybody. We're back. We said we'd be back. We told you we'd come back, and then we came back, which is, uh, you know, it's like us turning over a new leaf, Ryan. Uh, we're back. Coffee we're and baseball. Back. We're back. I'm Bernie. And I'm Ryan, and uh, we're here for a little winter meeting wrap-up. Uh, yeah, buddy. Not, not, a, not a whole lot went on, except for record-breaking deals of There's some unbelievable deals. proportion. Depending on how you're feeling, Ryan, we can talk through who won the MVP. <laughs> who won the MVP? I don't even remember at this point. Who won the MVP? It was most definitely Aaron Judge. <laughs> oh, Aaron Judge won the MVP. Yeah, could have been. I forget who won the NL MVP. We'll get was... to there. We'll get to the yeah, awards whatever, and all that later. boring stuff. Let's talk about money. Money is what matters. This is what every fan cares about, is what is my team going to do in the offseason? And here we are. Yeah, Ryan. the The hot stove has been it's been hot this year. It's been it's hot, been a good like, hot stove. Like oddly, stupidly hot. The owners are in a mood, and they are handing out money. Yeah, in length. Great. The, the, I think the thing that gets me less not the money <laughs> itself, but the length of the contracts that are being handed out right now. Yeah, I, I get you on that one. We're getting really long ones with no trade clauses intact as well. So it's not even like, oh, well, you know, I'll deal with this player for eight years. And then the last three, I'll just throw them around to someone that just wants to burn some money. It's like, no, 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 yeah. you're with them. You're with them till yeah. the end. We'll get to this in a bit, but the Bogarts one in particular, it's like you wouldn't even say the last three years. You'd probably say the last five years of yeah. that deal. I mean, we'll so. even talk about just the Padres in general because their approach uh, this offseason has been interesting as well um, mm. all around so let's just get to the biggest name the one that everybody was wondering uh, I believe that John Heyman tweeted arson to the Giants at one point so uh, not even <laughs> not even Aaron went but arson uh, judge arson judge to the Giants uh, everybody thought oh my god is he actually going to leave the Yankees and lo and behold no he did not yeah, and we were kind of on this story for a while in, in terms of just you and I never really bought that he was leaving the Yankees. Yep. And I, in particular, when, when we were discussing last offseason, I was very woke to the whole, like, the Yankees are not signing anybody because they're getting ready to spend all their money next offseason on Aaron Judge. Yeah, and I feel like we talked about this a couple times with Kershaw. Um, I think when you're a player, there are times when you have to take legacy into account. Right, where am I going to finish my career? I've I've had the opportunity to start my career here. I'm on a team that's willing to spend. I'm on a team that's willing to be good. Do I want the opportunity that not many people get, which is to finish your career in the same place that you actually? And I think yeah. that there's something to be said too for a that's that's great and that's awesome. But b like bringing up essentially Kershaw is the only other real example. Like you're also talking about two guys who happen to be drafted and come up on like the richest teams right oh, absolutely so it's like, absolutely it's one but, thing when oh god i mean kershaw came up though i will say on the on the uh <laughs> oh i hate him so much i forgot his name on the frank mccourt, frank McCourt. 
team. So he runner you know, of the of the LA Marathon. <laughs> well, it worked out for him being on the uh, richest team eventually. Um, but my point, just kind of being like, if you come up a Yankee, you have the opportunity to be a absolutely. legacy person. Whereas if you come up like a, a Marlin, <laughs> like. Your Absolutely. first contract there is your only contract there. Yeah, I mean, you know, you again, I think that ties into what I'm saying. Like, not many players get this opportunity both in how good they are, but then also having a team that cares enough totally and can keep them there. You know, that's a team a, that it, understands the value of like a franchise versus like like a lot of these franchises are run and and, and I'll make I'll keep this rant brief. A lot of franchises are run like as if they are not ever going to be storied. You know what I mean? Like the Yankees run the Yankees like we're going to keep our good players when we find them. You know, our fans are connected to these players. Like they love these players. They they love this team. This team is a legacy, blah, blah, blah. And then you have like, frankly, like the, the new Red Sox ownership group where like they, you know, Mookie Betts comes up in the system. He's great. And then they just like let him go because they're like, well, he's going to be expensive. And it's like, dude, do you not care about your fans at all? And then like yeah, that you one literally see is, it again with Bogarts. That, that one is still just mind boggling to me. The way that the the Red Sox are running themselves right now, like they're it's they're wild. still they're, spending money and they're still doing things. But you know, we'll get to Bogarts. But if you look at what they left on the table for him, it was kind of no brainer for for him to leave. Now. Again, we'll get to him. I, I think his contract's done. But let's let's continue with Judge. So Judge got <coughs> nine years, three hundred and sixty million dollars, with the average salary oh, yeah. of forty million. What what was the Yankees' previous offer in the off season? Um, it was like two twenty. It was a fucking joke. And then they yeah. le- and then Cashman leaked it, and Aaron Judge was like, "Fuck you, dude!" Like we said, we weren't gonna we weren't gonna leak this shit to the press, and then they immediately leaked it, and he was like, "That left a really bad taste in my mouth." Yeah, they offered him a $230 million contract in April of 2022. And then they 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 said, oh, we could go all the way up to $300 million. Uh, yeah, the, well, their last known... Jeez, it's just amazing. Like, basically, he was like, no, I'm going to bet on myself. And he did, and it worked. He made out like a bandit. Good for him. He's a star, uh, and it's it's as much as this maybe isn't like the Moneyball approach to it. Like some guys are stars who get butts and seats, and that's Aaron Judge. Like that's to a T. Him in New York is a winning. Con- it's like Derek Jeter. Like Derek Jeter, you can't really make a statistical argument for paying him what they paid him, but you can't not make a financial argument for what they correct. paid him. You know, right. like he he was fucking the Yankees for 20 years. So Yeah, now Judge is going to be <clears throat> 39 years old at the end of his contract. Um, Which, again, is still better than the Bogarts deal. <laughs> yeah. He's so going to be go, 41 at the end. Um, let's go to Trey. Oh, yeah. here's the thing, too. Just a note. I believe it was said that the Padres offered Judge... Forty million dollars or four hundred million dollars, something very close to that. I I don't know about you, Ryan. I don't ever believe it when they say another team offered more well, here, money. Here's a, here's it. what I would argue. I wouldn't believe it until we saw what they paid Bogarts. So I do <laughs> believe it. 
because they struck out, they struck out, and then they were like, we're not losing anymore. So they went, uh, so Judge said no. The, the thing I just read moments ago was that he was telling teams, legacy is more important than money, which is mm, par- partly true. I don't you know, believe he, that, I think he though. hit what he wanted to hit. I do. I'm not, I don't want to shit on the Padres because they are making an effort. They are bringing good guys in. They are doing all these things. I think there's a difference, though, of being a New York Yankee versus mm. a San Diego Padres. You know, I like, hear you. I think there's something when you're like, hey, look, we're going to talk about $40 million difference. I'm going to have so much money. $40 million in the grand scheme of things is like, mm, yeah, it's something, but it's something. Well, so I when mean, you I get, guess it, when you're playing with silly money, you know, look, Trey took less to be a Philly. Than what the Dodgers offered? Uh, so from what I caught, no, from what the Padres offered again, Padres offered oh, to make Padres, Padres offered him wow. like three hundred and I don't know something, and making him basically the highest paid shortstop is what they offered him. He said uh-huh. no. Uh, it came out that basically, you know, because everybody's mad, Dodgers, why didn't you negotiate with him in the offseason and all this? And Dodgers basically said, look, we've been in touch with his camp since he arrived. Right. You know, and we like, talked think, to him. You think we never made an effort? Is that correct? Really like, what we, your, we your talked argument. to him throughout the offseason, throughout the season, throughout this offseason. And essentially, what they, the conclusion they came to is like, Trey and his family want to be back east. That's where yeah. he's from, that's where his family is. This is I, what the guy wants. Of all of all the speculative arguments that always happen, and, and that's the you know part of the fun of this is that like we just get to speculate a bunch, and, and that's cool too. Absolutely. Of, of all the speculative arguments, my least favorite one is like, you had him for two years and you didn't even bring up a contract. Like you, you really think the fucking smartest franchise in baseball didn't yeah. try and get didn't a con- try like try and figure this out? These elite free agents go to free agency like period like scott boris basically showed all of baseball that mm. if you are fucking good at mookie. baseball unless you're mookie you need to well okay mookie i guess but, but mookie did get an inc- mookie got we a got an insane deal. deal that's the thing mookie got the kind of deal that's like yeah you're probably gonna get at best that at, in free agency but like the the aaron judges again of the world and the and the um trey turners like they know that they need to hit free agency. So, like, the speculative argument, like, why did you let him become a free agent, is, like, laughable. It's Yeah, like, yeah it's really, I mean, it's Because it's he funny. was always going to become a free agent. But you will say, I mean, the, the Phillies did the same thing they did with Bryce. Look, they got him to $300 million. They broke it over 11 years, so they're only paying him $27 million a year. So they're still giving themselves some flexibility in their payroll, you know, signing a... a all-star shortstop who could have commanded probably the top paycheck in probably, that position. Probably. $27 million. And he's an interesting one, maybe because I, I know we didn't really break down Aaron Judge. We were just like, Aaron Judge, star. But Trey Turner is actually the kind of guy where, I'm not going to lie to you, Ryan, I don't, I like the Bogart signing more than the Trey Turner signing, which is going to sound crazy. Trey Turner is great and he's toolsy and he's fast he like before maybe three years ago, like he Trey Turner did not light the league on fire from the moment he came up, and so much of his game is speed that like so much of his game is speed. But now we have no shift too, which I think will kind of help him. <coughs> Excuse me, it, the, the no shift will help all hitters, no question. But I just mean like, I if it if it were me running a team, 
I like the Bogarts move better because that's a guy who just gave you he just gives you production nonstop. And yeah, both Trey, of them are kind of average shortstops in terms of defense. So I don't know. Trey's Trey defense uh, was on the decline. He made a lot of critical errors for us in the postseason. Yeah, he's he, he's not a he's not a glove first shortstop. His no question. bat uh, really died both postseasons he had with us. Um, and it was kind of funny. I I I love Trey. He left a sour taste in Dodger fans' mouths because he didn't write a uh, anything saying, "Hey, thanks for everything, LA." You know, my family had a great time there. And then he made a comment in Philadelphia about, well, yeah, I saw him in the postseason and looked so much fun to be there. And I was like, bro, you you were in the postseason twice with us and you ate shit. You know, like, I'm it's fine. I don't I don't care enough. He was only on our team for, you know, what, a year and a half. But still, it's one of those things where you're like. Say goodbye to the fans. Come on. Like we we made you a video and all that shit. Just be like, hey, thanks, L.A. We love you. You know, blah, blah. We yeah, you have your fucking social media person write it. You don't even need to fucking write it. I you know. know. Don't you love it when these people send their, their little messages or whatever, and you're just like, you didn't write that shit. That's yeah. not how an athlete but talks. But why don't you just pay your dude to write that, you know? Anyway. Yeah. No, so, I hear you. No, all I'm saying is that, I mean, I love the I love these signings for anybody for, like, next year, right? Like, it's going to be great in 2023, probably 2024. I just, I mean, I, I question right now in four years how this deal is going to look just because so much of his game is yeah. speed. Yeah. And he's born in – he's 29 right now. So 34 maybe. So five – okay. So, I mean, like, hey, if you can get five good years out of this deal, that's probably worth it. But how many years did you say the deal was? 11 years? Uh, 11 years. So he'll be th- 41. Yeah. I mean, we, we've, we've actually – we've dedicated an episode to just talking about if, you know, these long contracts, yeah, if he'll they be, ever look good at the end. He'll and, be 40 and, or 41. But I think once Trey's speed goes, which – that's my fear. That's my fear is that his... I don't think he's got a whole lot after that. Because he's got some good pop in his bat, and he's peaking really well. Like, like let, let's let's call it what it is. Like, he's in his prime. He's looked great. Yeah, but it's part of his that, game like, is just connecting, getting his bat to connect because he can outrun. Totally. And, and he's toolsy. I get that. Like, yeah. he's fast. He can, he's got pop, all that fun stuff. He can hit home runs. I just... It's, 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 it's a tough deal. To me, to be honest, like as a fan, it's fun. It's the most fun. But like, if I were building a team, like I said, I, I'd probably take the production of a Xander Bogarts over him. But yeah, so I, know, I, I know, I know, I know that's the unpopular. Let's opinion. get to Xander because you know the Padres mm-hmm. struck out on Judge. They struck out on Trey. Yeah, and for some reason, they seemed really determined to spend money. Um, and there yes. was an article that came out. The owner, I, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to say his name right, Seidler, Seidler. Um, apparently talked about he had a cancer scare. Uh, I don't know exactly when, but it changed his outlook, right? Like it's a, he's oh, like, he's trying to, you know, live it up. And, and I think he really is just like, screw it. I'm a billionaire. Let's, let's get yeah. these players. But I just found it so interesting that they were so focused on getting a shortstop when you've got Tatis yes. coming back, which obviously it means Tatis is going somewhere else, outfield or you know, second or I don't know what, but it just seems so weird to be like, I have to get a shortstop. Like I get the idea of a power bat, but like, why are you focusing on shortstop? And they, they gave Xander 11 years (laughs) at $280 million, which, you know, 25 million is a year is fine. uh, Payroll wise, but 
he's 30 years old and you're giving him 11 years? Yeah, it's um it's an interesting deal. I I I would say that just from like my gut instinct, not like any kind of insider knowledge, this was a really good class of shortstops this year. You can move shortstops around, like especially as they get older. So, you know, I'm I'm less fixated on the shortstop of it all. You know, maybe they want Tatis in the outfield full time, which I think is a mistake. But but you know, whatever. Uh, maybe they want to move Bogarts over to second eventually or first base eventually, something like that. I I just like the idea that they got a really quality bat and. If you need to justify it with a cancer scare, or or if you want to just be like, yeah, they just you know, they just we just wanted just to build out. a good team. I just like the idea. I like the idea of teams going out and being like, no, there's a bunch of great free agents. We're gonna sign them. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're gonna get to the king of the free agents here shortly. Uh, the team that that conquered all, um, but. Let's just keep going because we got we got limited time. Jacob Degrom, yeah, you know there was the rumor that came out in the off season that he'd go to Texas, which I thought was the weirdest rumor, same uh, in the world. And lo and especially behold, especially with uh, with the Mets having all their money from Steve Cohen, right? Lo and behold, he goes to Texas for thirty seven million dollars a year for five years. Um, yeah, a great average annual value uh, for the guy who's been the best pitcher in baseball when he's healthy. I when mean, he's, you got to give that's him that. the key word when he's healthy. You yeah, know, if he can stay healthy, this is a phenomenal pickup. Yep. If he pitches as much as he normally does, it's fine. Like he's great. The problem is, it's just he's great, and then he's gone, and then he's great, and then he's gone, and then he's great, and then he's gone. It's. T- I mean, it, it, I mean, like, and you're the perfect guy to talk to about this. Like, it's so reminiscent of Kershaw, right? Mm-hmm. It's so reminiscent where it's just. Amazing, um, like like an unbelievable pitcher when you're watching him, right? Like like vintage Kershaw in his mid twenties, same thing as Degrom before maybe about two years ago, and then uh, like last year was like Degrom comes back, and he basically said he basically telegraphed he was like I can't pitch the same way because that's what's hurting me, and he came back and he was an okay pitcher. Or, no, sorry, excuse me, he was a very good pitcher. But he wasn't that that old elite elite you know untouchable Jacob Degrom. So yeah, I mean it's it's a I'm not smart enough to evaluate this one to be frank with you. Like I hope it works out because I love good baseball and I hate injuries to great players. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll 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 see. I, I'm I'm skeptical as having seen. <coughs> excuse me, having seen Kershaw like. Just become this like pretty good but not great pitcher over the last like what would you say maybe four years? Like, I'm skeptical just having seen how Kershaw had to adapt. Yeah, and I I find it interesting that uh, you'd leave as we kind of talked about it. You'd leave the Mets, who are obviously very interested in winning a World Series, to go to the Rangers. Who yes, the Rangers are spending money and they they are attempting, but I you know. I don't think the Rangers, even with Bochi and all the pickups that they're doing, I don't think we see a, 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 you know, World Series team this year. Not this year, no way. And I and I have love. I would love to add. I love their drafts. I love the last two getting Kumar Rocker and before that getting. Um, oh yeah, Al Leiter's son. I forget his his first name, but I, 
I am excited about like the talent pool that's coming down the pipeline. Uh, but like, yeah, it's like you said, like it's not it's not this year. It's it's maybe next year. We'll see how Marcus Simeon does long term. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, listen, fuck the Astros. Good for anybody else in the AL Central being competitive. You know, like or excuse me, AL West being competitive. Hey, I'll take it. Fuck the Astros. No, yeah, whatever. You, you get um, fuck the Astros. <laughs> Hopefully. So then, it works out. last night there was a few a flurry. Of <laughs> Please. Um, but before we do that, I'm going to jump down a little bit to a smaller signing because the one uh, player uh-huh. that I felt like the Dodgers were potentially going to sign this year uh, ended up going to the Mets, which is Justin Verlander. Um, I thought he fit exactly the Dodgers mold perfectly, give him a short yeah. contract, high annual value, you know, and I believe what they said was it was very close to the end. I think the tip tipping point was Mets gave him a third year potential. And yeah. if we know anything about the Dodgers, <laughs> they don't like those extra years. They're like, no, they do not. No. Yeah. Even higher annual value than, um, then your boy Degrom, he's getting yeah. uh, forty three point three. Forty three point three. Him and Sh- and uh, uh, Max are making eighty seven million dollars next year. They're just they're just recreating the twenty twelve Detroit Tigers like eleven years later. <laughs> it's so funny. It's just uh, eighty seven million dollars for two. Eighty seven mil for Verlander over two years with the potential for a third year. It's just yeah, um, good for the good for Verlander. I. I don't know. I, I'm I'm so skeptical. I'm a skeptical guy over here. You know what it is, man? I, I don't understand how Justin Verlander suddenly got better at age 39. I do. And I'm I'm very skeptical of how he got better. And I uh, I know how. Could it be? It'd be called dreaded? steroids. Uh, would be I believe the, they're called steroids. They, I believe they're called steroids. Uh, they they aren't always the steroids that we grew up uh, knowing with Arnold pumping them in and being a giant man. But there are plenty right. of things out there that he is obviously on to help his body perform the way that it is at, what is he, 38? 38 years He's old? 39. 39 years old. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. And so in that respect, I say, hey, like, maybe he stays on the steroids and it's a good signing. Uh, I guess that's what they're banking on. Uh, I mean, these teams aren't stupid. I'm sure Yeah, I mean, I like, think, look, if the Dodgers were in on him, you know, for two years... They obviously see something as well, so you know that's a good sign, in my opinion. It wasn't like the Mets were the only one in on him, um, right? True. Yeah. So they they got him, and then the Mets went on a little bit of a kick, and they signed uh, Brandon Nemo to an eight-year, hundred sixty-two million dollar deal. Edwin Diaz a to a five-year, hundred and two million dollar deal. Uh, Best reliever in baseball. And then I think there was someone else here that the Mets got. Yeah, that's so. Uh, uh, Edwin Diaz. Uh, they got Brandon Jose Nima, Quintana Berlin. for they got two Quince. years. Are you sure? That's what it says here down below. I don't know if that's... It says two years, Quintana. Oh, yeah, how about million. that? Quintana to the Mets. Yeah, that, that'll be an interesting one. The, one. the one that I think is kind of a great signing is Wilson Contreras to the, to the Cardinals. To the I, Cardinals, yeah. You got a good I just, deal to I just love what he brings to the table defensively, and I think his... Bat is nice for a catcher, and I I'm just a sucker for a commanding catcher that just fucking controls the game. Just the Ivan Rodriguez, Yadier Molina types. I'm just I'm such a fan of that. Mm-hmm. That I I love the I love the move, and I can't believe more teams weren't all in on him 
pre-trade deadline this past year. Yeah, and then um, before we go to the Dodgers and what they lost, because I definitely mm-hmm. want to talk about that before we're done, I just want to talk about your favorite contract, which mm-hmm. was Josh Bell to Cleveland. Oh, I've been texting for Ryan. Thirty-three angrily. million dollars, two years. <laughs> I I I have nothing but negative feelings towards Josh Bell. I have been watching him look like he might know how to play baseball and then just look so fucking lost whenever he faces anybody decent. For yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, Cleveland's a, you know, because Cleveland lost their first baseman uh, to Houston. You know, they picked up. Uh, no, not 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 Cleveland. Who lost their first? You're thinking baseman? of Jose Abreu. That's the White Sox. Yeah, I was like, I picked up the wrong guy. But who didn't Cleveland have a first baseman that they? They had Santana, Carlos Santana, and they lost him to like the Mariners or something. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. And so they, this is who they picked up as their uh, their second uh, second choice, which is hey, good for him. Um, so really quick, as we are always under the time crunch. Scoot through it. The Dodgers this year, you know, everybody, they're linked to everybody. <laughs> they're in on everybody. We're used to this, uh, hearing this, and it, it normally goes to nothing. But they've lost this year. Cody Bellinger, they cut him right. He got picked yep. up by Chicago Cubs for one year for $17.5 uh, which I think is great for him. I think a change of scenery may help him out. We'll see if it I does. think we're all. I think as baseball fans, we're all rooting for vintage Cody Bellinger. Mm-hmm. I think it's he's he's a fun player when he when he was on. It's it's great. Um, Dodgers lost Tyler Anderson to the Angels for three years, thirty nine million. Because uh, why not? <laughs> apparently, he grew up an Angels fan too. So I don't know. He's excited. Well, that's incorrect. To I mean, play <laughs> over there. Grows up an Angels fan. <laughs> um, they also lost Andrew Heaney to Texas, where he signed a two year, twenty five million dollar deal. Um, they lost then uh, Chris Martin, uh, who just did great on the reliever market, getting two years and seventeen point five million from uh, Boston. They mm-hmm. lost uh, what's his name, Tommy. I can never say his last name. K a h n l e. Canely. Canely. Tommy Canely lost him to the Yankees. Uh, yeah, he's a former Yankee also, so it's interesting. Two years. Um, and then they lost. Uh, the, the only one that they've re-signed of the team was Kirsch. One year, $20 million. Yeah. Uh, which I, of course, like. And then they made <laughs> the, of course. the the beautiful signing of Jason Hayward to a minor league deal. Yeah, that was an interesting one. I was like, damn, I forgot he played baseball. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> I know exactly what they're doing. They, they signed him for $720,000. He's owed $22 million, uh, by the Cubs. The Cubs will pay that $22 million. He's not million. that old either. He's only 33. Correct. They're just looking at it as like, hey, this is a low risk. Let's see if we can fix you, you know. I'd try and I'd, I'd, I'd take him over Bellinger at this point. Or I'd, I'd coin flip him in Bellinger. That's and the point. To coin flip for $17 million less. And they're still looking. I mean, it's it's kind of amazing how quiet they've been. I mean, uh, how do you feel? Let me ask. How are you feeling about your pitching staff? Right so that's now? the only thing. I'm that's the big. With. That's that's it, right? Like everything else, all these positions, people are like, "Oh, you don't have a shortstop." It's like we do. Lux will scoot over. We've got a bunch of minor league guys will come up. Will it be amazing? I don't know, but uh, we have the players. What we don't have is starting pitching. I mean, we have some. We've got a lot of young starting pitching. I would like though us to at least sign. One more arm with with Bueller being out all year. 
I it feels like the important. depth isn't there anymore, right? No. It feels like, yeah, maybe your top two guys are good and your third guy is Kershaw and he'll always be he'll always be dependable. But after the top three, really, who do you I mean, after Urias and and Dustin May Dustin May? So you've and got Kershaw. Urias, Dustin May, Kershaw, uh um, Who's next? You've got what's his name? Catman. Which I don't know, I can't think of his name. Your favorite Catman. Who oh, did really well. Yeah. Uh, he did do well, yeah. Although he tailed off, but yeah, he did well. You're right. That's a good point. I know his number is 46, but I forget I, his name. I can't. Gonsolin. Gons, Tony Gonsolin. Gonsolin. Jeez, I always mess up his name. He's on my team. Uh, <laughs> and then you've got um, the ones that they're going to really pull up is they're going to pull up the guys from the minors, which are I can find I'm them. Have to at this Michael point. Grove. Um, I believe Andre Jackson, uh, Ryan Pepio, uh, I think Jake Reed, and there's like one other they're excited about. There's all these young guys they're excited about, but, but the problem is like I'm into that, but they're not ready, you know. Right. It'll be um, interesting, but it won't. It's not the same as when you're. Comp- I think the key is that when you're competitive, like the Dodgers are competitive, you really want these win now guys. And you're like cool with peppering in the maybe they'll be good guys. Yeah, they want to and give like, a I lot literally of guys. Look at Gavin, I literally look at Gavin Lux for that, where it's like if Gavin Lux is your starting shortstop next year, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's but a, like, that's thing. We got a lot of guys it's not that are very, very promising. But um, it's interesting. I mean, Friedman spoke about it briefly, and he just basically said, look, we're always trying to make the team better. Um, we're not, you know, holding back. We're not like – Tightening our purse strings or anything like that. He's like, the difference is we don't want to be competitive for two years and fall off. We want totally. to stay competitive every single year, you know, and so every signing the, the, we the make. The surprise. Sorry, we're going to make sure. No, I was just going to say, every signing we make, we're going to make sure that that allows us to stay competitive, not something that is going to tie us down for the last five years of the deal. Well, that's the, that's the thing is that the Dodgers have kind of stuck with their MO, right? Like mm-hmm. they're all about flexibility and, you know, things like that. So the surprising thing is not like, oh, I can't believe the Dodgers aren't getting like Xander Bogarts for 11 years or, you know, Aaron Judge for nine years. The surprising thing is that they can't get Justin Verlander for three years. You know what I mean? Like that's that's more where uh, it's, it's just like a, a bit of a disappointing – Free agency period, we'll say for the Dodgers. In my in yeah, my opinion, just, I think I think you got to say it's disappointing, right? Yeah, it's I I am disappointed. But the other thing, I mean, there's a few few things. Historically, Dodgers don't sign anybody during uh, winter meetings. They take their time in the the post, like they do all these things historically and come out okay. So, yep. let's wait and see. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of my opinion. Is they're not done. Uh, what are the moves? I don't know, but honestly, Andrew Friedman's done a great job with this yeah. team since he, he came. He's, he's earned some. He's earned some leeway from the fans for Correct. sure. Correct. So I just say that's a strong point. I just say do what you're doing. We'll we'll trust you. And honestly, like I don't want them to be throwing in any towel. But if they're like, hey, we need one season that we want to like reset a few things and try out some guys and. You know, yep. play around. Yeah, we've been great True. for a very long time. Maybe it's what you need. You know, 
That's a, that's a, I'm loving all your points. I'm not just trying to be like an agreeable guy. Yeah. But I, I think everything you're saying is, is completely spot on in terms of like their future direction and like, you know, next season and, and what they've done in the past and all that. I just want to, let's, another starting pitcher. That's what I would like. That's what let's, like. let's maybe end this episode and you kind of alluded to it, but who would you say has won free agency so far? And who would you say has lost free agency? And by lost, I mean, who do you think made a maybe like let's call it a bad signing or like signings that you're just like you're wasting money? Not necessarily like who isn't signing, but like who are you like I don't like those moves, and who do you like you look at and you're like you guys are doing it right? You know it's it's interesting. I actually don't feel like anybody has won, right? I think some teams have made some good smart moves. I don't know if I would say anybody's won because I feel like a lot of money has been handed out. Yes. Um, and a lot of long years have been handed out. I don't think that the Padres getting Bogarts was the best move, but maybe it'll help them win. You know, like maybe it, it is a great move in the in the short term. But I look at I try to look at it all as like a long term deal. So it's sure. like. You know, and all these guys got, like I said, all these guys got no trade clauses. So they're all locked and loaded as as long as they want to be. You know, loser, I mean, I would, you know, to me the loser is the Dodgers currently. Like, they just, for a team that, you know, competes every year and comes out of it and has come away with nothing, that you look like you lost so far. You know what I mean? I'm I'm not saying they won't pull it off, but on paper you've, You've lost. You didn't. You didn't add anything to your roster. That is. You didn't fill the hole. The correct. only holes you had. Um, but I would say Mets. I would guess would be the overall winner in the sense because they've filled up the most um, positions and, sure. and strongly. You know. So. I think I that's a that's a I definitely agree that the Dodgers have felt like the loser at this point. May I would I would maybe toss in. Like the Angels, because I don't super duper believe in Tyler Anderson as much as I, he had a nice season last last season. Nope. Yeah. Um, for me, and and this again, I, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat my, my my bias, but I think the Cardinals are the winners right now, which is gonna like oh. go with me on this one. I like that. It, fe- it feels like year in and year out, the Cardinals find these guys that like I can't believe are available, and like they trade for them, and they don't trade a whole lot for them, like. When they got Goldschmidt, I was like, he's the best first baseman in baseball. Right, and then I can't got, believe he was available. Uh, third baseman. When they got Arenado, yeah. I was like, he's no question the best defensive third baseman in baseball. Maybe the best overall third baseman. Unreal. I can't believe he was available. And then they get Contreras. And, and dude, for my money, he's the second or third best catcher in baseball. And it's such an important position. And I'm just like looking at this like... You know, St. Louis isn't out there trying to get some splashy shortstop, even though they need a shortstop. They're not out there trying to get, you know, fucking Aaron Judge, even though God knows everybody could use Aaron Judge. They just really shrewdly go. No, they go get exactly what they need. Five years for Wilson Contreras, who's like, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I look at moves like that, and I'm every time I see St. Louis do something like that, I'm just like, this is why I respect them so much as a franchise, because... They act. It, it feels like other teams aren't actually watching baseball, and they're actually watching baseball when they make mm-hmm. these moves. I agree. 
I absolutely agree, Bernie. And on that note, we got to wrap it. We got to wrap it. We have real work until we get enough listeners to pay us to do this. We got to jump. <laughs> but uh, fun ride. we'll continue. I'm sure more signings will happen, and, and hopefully we can do another pod next week. We'll be here. Yeah.